Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Law, the Law Careers podcast for students at King's College London. I'm Caroline Nittner, one of the careers consultants for the Dixon Poon School of Law here at King's. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Polina Patel and let me tell you a little bit about her. Polina graduated with a degree in law from King's in 2021. Since graduating, she's been a research assistant working within Dixon Poon. She'll be starting a research internship at the University of Oxford in July 2022 um, before actually going on to the University of Cambridge in October of 2022 to begin her master's degree in law. Polina, it's fantastic to have you here on Let's Talk Law. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. Thank you for having me. So my first question to you, which is I always start off with this question because people have different uh, different reasons for choosing their degrees. I'm really interested to understand why you decided to study law and why at King's. So talk us through that if you can. Um, so I think I was quite lucky in that I knew straight away that I wanted to study law. Um, it wasn't really a question for me. I studied it at A level and just really enjoyed it. So, um, but in terms of choosing King's, I really loved that the law school is a separate building within the university. So it was quite nice at Somerset House to just have a community where it was just law students and the law faculty um, and the facilities to study, whether it was quiet study or communal study, were just, I really liked that. Um, also the fact that the law school is right in the middle of legal London was great. So even walking to the library, you'd walk right past the law society or the law reporting building. And it just kind of kept you in that state of mind that I think helps during the degree. Um, I also attended an open day and the offer holders day and found that the staff and students that I spoke to were really friendly. Um, I also knew that King's attracts quite a, a, a diverse range of people from around the world. So I think during classes that was really helpful because I was often the only person or one of maybe a few that were from the UK. So the discussions and conversations we had in class were just, they were different than what I think I would have got at some of the other universities. That sort of richness of that diversity and what that brings and people's different perspectives. So yeah, yeah that, that's a real, that is a real selling point for the university, isn't it? And for the, that course in particular. Now you mentioned the open days there and I'm very pleased to say that you know, I think they're coming back in person now, which is great. And yours, <laughs> yours were in person. Yeah. Um, so for people who are listening to this, who may be about to join Kings or maybe thinking about joining Kings in the future, applying to Kings, what can students expect from going on an open day? What what, what benefits did you gain from them? Um, I think it's really just your chance to get to know the university. Um, the law school specifically, but also the broader university. So I know that uh, one of the people I spoke to was part of the welfare team at King's. And I thought that was quite useful to know that if anything did go wrong, which for me, I did end up interrupting my studies. And it was nice to know the support that I had before that had happened. Um, also, just speaking to some of the tutors that might teach you in the future, um, getting to know some of the, the syllabus on their modules, if you know what kind of things you're interested in. Um, seeing the facilities that King's has to offer and yeah I think just getting to know the place getting to know kind of who you'd be around and where the university is and what your life might be like. It's such an important part I mean yes the course is important of course but the student experience that you're going to get is is you know what university is all about and we're going to talk a little bit about how 
the global pandemic impacted your degree in a moment. But let's let's think of the positives uh, about <laughs> what you managed to get involved with during your time at King's. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I think it looked quite different for each of the years that I did the degree. So my first year, I was definitely more focused on the social events run by different societies, um, legal and otherwise, but it was just kind of a chance to get to know people. So I went to the Law Ball, which is held every year. Um, I also went to a cheerleading event, which was run with the American football team. So I got to know people there, sports nights and that sort of thing. Um, second year, I think I focused more on the professional events. So networking events that were run either by the university or law firms that I had heard about through the university, um, going to see some of the law firms and attending talks. I also became a committee member um, of the UNICEF Society, um, which obviously COVID happened halfway during my second year, so I didn't get to partake as fully as I'd have liked to, but it that again was a nice way to meet new people and also fundraise and do something good. And then in third year, everything was online, so we were quite limited, but I did, after graduating, I did try to reach out to my tutors and professors, and um, that's how I got into my research work with them. Yeah, and you mentioned the pandemic, as had I previously, um, and as you said, it happened halfway through your second year. Mm -hmm. So I guess apart from the fact that everything went online, how, how did it impact your degree? And also a follow-on question, what did you learn about yourself from that whole experience? I think for the degree, things were quite good in that I don't think it impacted me personally too much. Everything was obviously online, but we still had access to tutors when we needed them um, and lectures were still recorded fully. Um, I think the main thing that I missed was the small talk before and after classes with, you know, tutors or classmates. Um, but I think in a way that also helped me learn to make the effort to reach out when I needed it with tutors, which I kind of wish I had done even when we were studying in person. Um, so, yeah, I think it was just making sure I was reaching out still and, you know, asking for help when I needed it. So sort of connections and not being worried about reaching out, which yeah. I suspect is a skill now that you won't think twice about using going forward. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you've been obviously back at King's, um, hopefully physically back at King's as well, mm -hmm. um, since, since you, um, you know, took up your research assistant role. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. But I, I'm also very interested to talk about one of the modules that you did. So you completed the legal clinic module in your final year, which is open to students to apply for and, and isn't a huge module. So not everyone gets to do it. Um, but you know what? What can students expect from that module if they do take it? And and what sort of skills did did you develop? Because it's quite a, it is quite practical the module, isn't it? It is, and I actually didn't mention it earlier, but it is one of the reasons I chose Kings, um, because I I wanted to take part in the legal clinic module. I think besides the legal skills that you obviously develop, so legal research, writing advice letters, interviewing clients, um, it was great just to kind of explore the law in a practical way. So you're you're speaking with solicitors and you're working with them. You're learning, um, you know, how to adapt your approach when you're speaking to different types of clients, which is something that we don't really think about until you're doing it practically. Um, also, 
learning how to use case management systems, which was new for all of us because everything was online and usually you would do that in the clinic. So I think it was really good to, and you're working in teams as well, which you don't normally do. Well, I didn't do that in any of my other modules. So it was nice to work with other people um, and just get to know what the kind of structure might be if you are working in a law firm. So you have your supervisors and, you know, the person who's leading the interview and then how you communicate with the clients. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a really good practical insight into the practice of law, which for some students can be quite opaque and quite difficult to work out. So yeah. it sounds like you you now have at least a, a much better understanding of that if you do decide to go down that route yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but that's great to hear. And and the director of the legal clinic, uh, who I will send this recording to, I'm sure will be very pleased with the experience <laughs> that you had. Um, and let's also talk about something you, you did do um, last year. You, you've attended the law school's uh, Global League Summer School through the National University of Singapore. And, and I believe that was remotely. So you sadly didn't get to travel to Singapore. But tell us about that. You know, why you got involved with it, what it actually means. Um, what did you do? So I think I found out about the summer, uh, the summer school, sorry, <laughs> through a law school newsletter. Um, and then after I did some more research on it, I found that it was a, it was a, and it was a great way to meet other law students from some of the top law schools around the world who are obviously learning the law, but from different perspectives, according to where they are. Um, so it made for really interesting discussions. And you so I got to choose which courses I would like to take. Um, and I chose two that were most relevant to my interest, which is international law. And so. I was speaking, the people who spoke to us in those courses uh, spoke from quite a practical point of view, which is something that I wasn't used to from university. So it was a way for me to get to know how international law is being impacted by the COVID pandemic, for instance, um, and you know the practical implications of that, which I hadn't really explored through the degree. So yeah, it was just a really great way to kind of interact with people from around the world and get their different perspectives and also just see the law in a different way. Yeah, well, it sounds like a great, really rich opportunity as well to, as you say, network and get to know different people yeah. and, and do something that you may not have been able to do during your degree. So that's fantastic that you got involved with that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your career options. I mentioned when I introduced you, Polina, that you um, are going to be doing a master's in Cambridge. Um, from October of this year but you know what have you done to explore your career options tell us a little bit about, about that so I think I started with my own research just you know searching around and seeing what I could do for international law specifically I think it's quite easy to kind of get sucked into the commercial world because a lot of what we do see is the commercial firms reaching out so I think I had to do quite a lot of digging um, and then I also found the King's Careers Network have handouts for different areas of law so that was kind of my starting point um, and I got to know that I could just reach out to you know certain organizations and ask if they did internships so I know that the International Bar Association with the Human Rights Institute have an internship um, there's the British Institute of International and Comparative Law that have an internship. There's UN agencies that do internships, which are all obviously quite relevant to international law specifically. 
also speaking to tutors has been really really helpful I didn't really do that until third year because I didn't study public international law until my third year but um, my tutor who is Dr Garcia Dia and Professor Philippa Webb have been incredibly helpful um, and they they are the people that have helped me find my research opportunities um, which also I've found since has been kind of the most useful for international law because it's kind of the best way to just get to know the different topics and what you might be interested in and then also I think most law students at some point will do mini pupillages or vacation schemes or you know judicial marshalling so just speaking to people there as well so I've spoken to judges and QCs in, in the field or even just generally to try and see what they would advise. Yeah so again networking and not being afraid to ask questions of of people regardless of what roles they're doing and it's fantastic that you've that you have utilized the uh, experience of our academic staff at King's um, and yeah. I, I, I presumably you'd encourage other people to to reach out because I sometimes have students yeah. saying to me can I ask my tutor that and I'm always <laughs> like well you don't ask you don't know so yeah, why not have a conversation with them. I think I also went through that where it was kind of like I don't know what the limits are with asking tutors for certain advice. I think also at school and college you're kind of used to just leaving it in the classroom and you know to the work but it's been really useful at university to go beyond the syllabus and ask them about career opportunities because I found that my tutors were doing the kind of work I want to do so there's not really a better person to ask. Yeah yeah, which is important because that's that's role modelling as well so you can see oh, well, that person's done this, that's maybe the route I might need to take or consider yeah. taking to get to yeah. that stage as well. So, so let's talk about this gap year that you've had. And I say gap year, you've been very busy during it. So <laughs> what have you been doing? I mean, you've been doing the research work uh, with Philippa and the, and the faculty, but you know, what else have you been doing to, to, to use your time in a productive way? And, and if you would like to talk about your research uh, work at Dixon Poon, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear about it. Yeah, so... Besides the research work, I've tried to um, gain more court experience. Um, I hope to be a barrister, so it's been useful for me to do. Um, I've marshalled a judge um, twice now, which has been really useful. And I've also got a mini pupillage coming up at 20 Essex, which is the firm I hope to do my pupillage with eventually. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but the research work has taken up the majority of my year. so. I've worked on different projects. It kind of started with me. I graduated and wasn't really sure what I should do. I knew that research might help me out. So I'd emailed Philippa um, and said, basically, this is I was in your um, module. These are the grades I got. And can I help you in any way with research that you're doing? And she came back and said yes. So then from there, I'd also asked uh, my tutor, who was Dr. Garcia Dia, and together they were doing they were writing an amicus brief for a case in uh, a Guantanamo Bay case in America um, so they'd reached out to some of us and I was one of those people to help with the research that went behind that so that was kind of a huge thing um, and it take it took up a fair amount of my time but it was really really interesting and I think really rewarding too and then from there, I carried on with Dr. Garcia Dia, and for the last few months, I've been researching with her um, interstate communication procedures. And we've actually just had a workshop for that research, which has been interesting because we've had experts come and discuss the topics that we've been talking about. 
Um, and I've also done some research with the law clinic uh, to support the, a climate justice project that they're working on um, for the Sundarbans region in India and Bangladesh. So that's been majority of my year has just been moving from research to research, but it's really helped me kind of explore what I might be interested in when I do go into the field. And that's going to be great preparation for your masters, isn't it? All the research you've yeah. been doing. Yeah. Um, and what was the reasoning for for doing a masters? Was it? And are you are you going to be focusing on international law? Is that the topic you're you're choosing to focus on? Yeah. So one of the reasons that Cambridge was the place I wanted to do it at is because of their reputation with international law, and also I have the opportunity to specialise once I'm there in international law. So that's what I'm hoping to do, um, and I'm hoping that this research kind of helps me build on that whilst I'm at the university. So, you know, obvious question, and I need to ask you it, but, you know, <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are thinking, you know, what, why have you got, why, why have you developed this interest in international law? What is it about the topic itself that is appealing so much to, to you? Um, I think it's sort of how big it feels when you're working in it. It's obviously you're working with countries or the issues themselves are quite big and I feel like it kind of fits with my personal purpose and what I want to do with the law and the reason that I chose law in the first place so for me it feels like the most important work that I can be doing and I feel like I'll be it's where I can do the best work. Um, and Polina we, we've come to towards the end of our time together and I'm going to ask you you know uh, my final question which is you know you you graduated last year um, and it's always great to have recent graduates on our podcast because I think it, it helps people who are about to come up to graduation or about to start their degree to realise you know, where a degree can take you. What advice do you have for future or current students about how to get the most out of their time at King's? Um, whether that's sort of socially, academically, career-wise, you know, what would you be saying to them? Um, I think for all of those things socially academically professionally is just reaching out and putting yourself out there as cliche as it sounds I guess it's a cliche for a reason um it's where I think I've got the most out of the degree is just reaching out to people whether it be going to events and meeting new people so that's socially or professionally reaching out to my professors like I said and finding the research work that I did I think that's the thing that's really kind of led on to everything else that I've done afterwards. So getting into Cambridge or doing this internship at Oxford, it's all come from me just speaking to my tutors and saying, well, can I work with you? Or what can I do afterwards? So yeah, just speak to people, ask the questions that you think you maybe shouldn't ask because the best anybody can do is say no. Um, just go for it. <laughs> yeah, building those connections, as you say, and yeah. you sound like you've used every opportunity for that. And and I, I guess as a follow up, and I'm very conscious, as my colleagues are on the careers team, that there are a whole group of students who um, have only really ever studied online um, mm -hmm. and may not be used to going out for in-person events. And as someone who's had a very much a hybrid experience um, in the working world, but also academically, what would you be saying to those students looking ahead to next academic year um, about, you know, getting out to meeting people in, in person? Uh, you know, what are your views on how people should try and navigate that? Because I suspect some people might find that quite difficult and a bit nervous, yeah. nervy, actually. I, I'm definitely one of those people and I think it is 
more daunting to go out and do it in person um, but the more you do it the more you get used to it and again like I said the worst anybody can do is say no or just not kind of speak to you or but you're still there and getting the experience you need and even just listening in if you don't feel like you want to talk to anybody will still benefit you so I know when I started going to in-person events Sometimes I would feel like I've got nothing to say and, oh, everybody else is asking questions and maybe I should say something. And that is generally the advice that you have and it's good advice, but it can sometimes take you a bit of time to get to that point. So the more you just go to these things, the more you realise that it's not so daunting and you can just speak to people. So, yeah, my advice would just be to just just go to them. <laughs> yeah, embrace, and embrace the fact that there is going to be this opportunity to meet people face to face again, yeah. which has been a long time coming. Polina, thank you so much for um, taking us through your experience at King's and telling us and sharing with us what you've been doing since you graduated. And, you know, we really wish you all the very best for a fantastic year at Cambridge. Um, I'm sure you know this anyway, but do keep in touch and you're always welcome to come back. Um, to Kings to uh, for careers events or just to obviously to engage with the careers uh, the Kings family. Before I let you go though I do want to remind our listeners that we'll be back soon with a new episode of Let's Talk Law but in the meantime thank you so much once again for joining me. Uh, all the very best wishes for your future. Thank you so much.